Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the Cafe, Wealthies. Well, sit back, grab a cup of something yummy, and prepare to be inspired. As in this episode, we're going to tackle the second in a nine-part series of looking at the nine inner saboteurs, as I refer to in my work, which is also based on the work of Shirzad Shamin in his work, Positive Intelligence. And in that work, there's a master inner saboteur that we all have in common, we call the judge. For a little refresher here, I'll remind you that yes, we all have the judge, and then we have an accomplice saboteur or two or three out of a bunch of nine of them. And in this series, I've been covering each of the nine. Today, we're going to cover the second most prevalent one that I see in my work with clients. And that saboteur is called the restless saboteur. Let me also preface today's episode by saying that if you would like a free consultation with me to not only take an assessment of your saboteurs, but to review your results, go ahead and shoot me an email. Tap with Erica at gmail.com. That's tap with Erica at gmail.com. And we'll take a look more closely at what saboteurs are getting in the way of you being an entrepreneurial rock star. So, as I said, today we're going to be talking about the restless saboteur. And I cover a bunch of different areas, not only what the characteristics are of the saboteur, but the thoughts that run through your head when you're being hijacked by that inner saboteur, the feelings that are involved, the lies that the saboteur tells, the impact that saboteur has on yourself and on others, and a little bit about its original survival function. Plus, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story from back in the day when my husband was a whitewater rafting guide that might highlight a little bit more about the restless saboteur. So what do I mean by that? What does it have to do with you being a successful entrepreneur? Well, here's what I mean. The restless saboteur can be one that is characterized by these things. Easily distracted, gets scattered, stays busy, juggles many different tasks and plans, constantly seeking excitement and variety, not comfort or safety, and bounces, well, I'll use the word escapes, from unpleasant feelings very quickly and constantly seeking new stimulation. So you might listen to all that and you might say, well, so like, what's the problem there? I juggle many different tasks and plans because I'm an entrepreneur. That's what we do. Yes, we do. And there's a beauty to the results when we focus. And we all know that. And more and more as we in this world of ours, become involved with social media and information to us faster and faster, and almost feeling like we have to jump from one thing to another, then it even fuels that saboteur even more. So how does it provide danger to us or get in our way? And I'll be talking about more of that as we go. So the thoughts that are in your head when you're hijacked by the restless saboteur. And some of you may not think that, oh, I can multitask. I can jump from one thing to another. That's not sabotaging my success. And I beg to differ because 
we ultimately in the work of mental fitness, we want you to take your hand off the hot stove of a negative emotion and learn how to do that and come back to center and be at peace. And you might say, well, if the restless saboteur escapes from unpleasant feelings really, really quickly, then isn't that a good thing? Well, escaping from an unpleasant feeling or situation, whether it's an unpleasant feeling when you have to confront a colleague or a coworker or an employee, escaping from that situation and those feelings without actually tuning in and understanding what the source of the discomfort is and sitting with it for just a minute so that you can learn is not the same thing as just facing it. Well, or I should say facing it and going deep dive into it and looking at what it is there for to teach you is different from escaping it and bouncing around from one thing to another. I know you know what restless means. I know you know it. The thoughts that are usually in the head of one who is sabotaged by the restless saboteur, I'm working on something and I want to jump to something else. And I'm thinking, oh, this isn't fulfilling. This next shiny object has to be way more exciting. And the negative feelings that are over here really suck. So I'm going to escape and go look at something else. I've got to shift my attention. This thing I'm working on is really boring. And I got to go look for something more exciting. And also the thought runs through the head of a restless, which is why can't anybody keep up with me? I go from one thing to the next and people aren't keeping up with me. Those are all the thoughts of a restless saboteur. I'm going to keep shedding light on this one and have you just take a look at it. And the feelings that are associated with it, one who is sabotaged by their inner saboteur, the restless, becomes impatient with what is actually in front of them or what they're doing right now. And they're wondering what's next. And they've got major FOMO, fear of missing out on more worthwhile experiences. The grass is always greener. They're restless. They want more and more options. And their feelings are that they're worried that if they focus on any unpleasant feeling, it's going to grow and become overwhelming and then they won't be able to handle it. When in fact, we have seen with results of studying over 500,000 people around the world with Shirzad Shamin's research, we have found that when we do focus on an unpleasant feeling and give it full expression in our body for just a moment, that in fact, that simply no noticing tends to shift it right in the moment of noticing it, which is different from simply escaping it. So I hope you're following along. The next thing I want to cover are what the lies are that this saboteur tells us. And I know you know some of these lies. I've got to get with the program and I don't want to miss out on any opportunity. That's a key lie. I don't want to miss out. Life is short. I better jump on this. That's another lie. And in order for life to be lived fully, I have to experience as many different things and different experiences as possible. And what I'm doing right here, right now is not as fulfilling as that other thing I could go do, right? So I'm going to jump from this thing to that thing. Now I'm going to sideways here for a minute to that little story I told you in the beginning that I was going to tell you about and tell, tell it to you now. 
And I've mentioned this in other podcasts before on lessons from Whitewater. So I'll make sure I put that reference in the show notes. So once upon a time, a long time ago, my husband was a Whitewater rafting guide with a company, a river rafting company called All Outdoors. And he still rafts to this day. And he still does what I'm going to tell you, which is prior to putting on the river, which is the words used for putting the boat onto the river, putting the raft onto the river, he does a safety talk, a safety wrap, if you will. That is sits down or stands up and talks to everybody before they get in the boat, explaining stuff that could happen. Here's how your life jacket will work if you fall out. Here's how you use your paddle. Here's what to do if this happens. Here's what you do if that happens. Well, one of the things he talks about is what happens if you go overboard, you've got your life jacket on, you flip out of the boat and you come up underneath the raft. Well, most of the rafts that are on the river have either a gray bottom or they're gray all over the place. One way or another, often they're extremely difficult to see the bottom of the raft, the boat, when you're underwater, when the water's kind of murky and river colored and you're looking up above and yet can't really see the whole length of the boat or the whole bottom, right? So what Steve teaches in his safety wrap is for you to put your hands and your arms over your head. You're going to straighten your arms over your head and walk your hands along the bottom of the boat. So you're going to extend your arms, picture it, and walk your hands along the bottom of the boat. But here's the key. What you want to do is go in one direction. And that's not the name of a rap group, I promise. One direction. You want to go in one direction. Hands up over your head, walking along the bottom of the boat in one direction. Why? Because if you go back and forth and back and forth, you're never going to come to the edge of the boat where for those of us that have stayed in the boat can reach over and pull you up to safety into the boat. Instead, you're going to be underneath the boat, underwater, going back and forth as the boat moves, never coming to an edge, back and forth, backing forth changing directions until God forbid you drown. And can it happen? Yep. Has it happened? Yep. Not on my husband's watch, but it does happen on other trips down the river. People come up under the boat, panic, go back and forth, back and forth. Why am I telling you this when we're talking about the restless saboteur for entrepreneurs? Guys, changing directions like that is a dangerous thing to do. And I'm not talking about completely revamping and regrouping with your business. I've done that over my 25 plus years as an entrepreneur. I've certainly regrouped and revamped my business and I did it again during the pandemic. Not talking about that. I'm talking about the sit down to work on one thing and shift your attention and try to work on something else and shift your attention and try to work on something else and how dangerous that is and how much it gets in your way of the pure delight of focus. So remember the story of the whitewater raft whenever you think of this saboteur. Back and forth, back and forth doesn't work. Hands over the head, one direction. That's where your salvation lies. That's where you're going to hit the end of the boat while you're walking or the edge and we can reach over and we can pull you up. So that is why I told you the story of the whitewater situation because what I don't want you to do is go back and forth and back and forth and drown. Now, back to my five or six things I was going to tell you about with the restless saboteur. So 
Let's talk about the impact on yourself and the impact on others with this restless saboteur. Basically underneath the surface of seeming fun and excitement of the restless is actually an anxiety that's really based on escaping from the present and this moment's full experience, which in this moment's full experience might include having to deal with unpleasant stuff like a tough conversation with a colleague or a client or an employee or a contractor or your spouse or anybody else that you're working with. There might be an unpleasant thing and you want to escape from it. The restless avoids actually a real and lasting focus on issues and relationships that truly matter. That's not a restless person. Hear me. That's a restless saboteur. So I'm differentiating here. You are creative, resourceful, whole, and complete. Your saboteur, however, is a nasty character. And if you have the restless saboteur, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Others have a difficult time keeping up with the frenzy and the chaos of a person hijacked by their restless saboteur. And they try to build sustainability with that person or a long lasting relationship. And it just doesn't stick because the person's on to something new and different. You might say, well, like what was the original survival function of this saboteur? Why did it ever come up to the surface? The way I like to talk about this in general is as children, we came onto the planet with our blueprint of gifts and strengths. And along the way, for our, quote, protection, a saboteur grabbed hold of those strengths, overused them, abused them, beat us bloody with them, and made us think that we needed those saboteur characteristics. The restless was actually a strategy to find new sources of excitement, new sources of pleasure, new sources of self-nurturing. Now, it could have been associated with early childhood experiences where you didn't get the kind of parental nurturing that was in your best interest, or you had painful circumstances that you needed to escape. So I'm not talking about this wasn't a good strategy back then, but it's not a good strategy now. It's not a good strategy for you as an entrepreneur to let the saboteur be in the driver's seat. We want your sage in the driver's seat, and the only way to do that is to strengthen the the sage, quiet the saboteurs, which I'll tell you more about when I'm finished fleshing this one out. When we indulge in being restless, it doesn't provide a real good substitute for real self-nurturing. It does allow us momentary escape from having to deal with anxiety and pain. But again, it's only momentary. And then we have to be on to the next to sort of feed the fuel, the saboteur, give it a jolt so it jumps to the next thing. When in fact, the richness of the moment, which is the subtitle of my own book, Seven Sacred Attitudes, How to Live in the Richness of the Moment, the richness of this moment of you right here, right now, listening to this podcast, me talking into the microphone, the richness of this moment is we have a moment to connect with what's right in front of us. And by golly, as they say, by golly, if I connect in this moment, even with something is challenging or perhaps painful emotionally, when I breathe into it, when I allow it to be, I shift things right then and there. But when I try to escape it, it's just going to come around the back door. So that, my friends, is a full picture of the restless 
saboteur, its profile, if you will. It gets in our way. On the other side of that, though, is an invitation for you to wake up your inner sage. I'd like to invite you to do that with me in one of my upcoming webinars, one of my upcoming masterclasses, Awakening the Sage. And I do them for free once a month. If you go ahead and subscribe to my newsletter by downloading my free toolkit, the Entrepreneur's Toolkit at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit, you'll be on my mailing list and I don't send spam, but I will send you an invitation to my next masterclass on Awakening the Sage because Awakening the Sage is a much more fulfilling way to approach entrepreneuring than to stay stuck with our restless saboteur. And I know you know this. So this was the second in a nine-part series. Again, I also welcome you to take an assessment of the saboteurs and allow me to help debrief you with that assessment by sending me an email, tapwitherica at gmail.com. So that's it for this episode. I really want to thank you for stopping by. I'd like you to give some contemplation this week to perhaps how you might embody the restless saboteur. Does it embody you? And if that one's not appropriate, I'm sure in one of the other nine episodes, I'll cover one of the ones that does make sense for you. But the restless saboteur seems to have a hold, especially that fear of missing out for a lot of us. So again, thank you for stopping by. Have a phenomenal week. Wealthies, always remember that success is in your nature and true wealth starts from the inside out. All of the information from today's episode will be in the show notes, including a link to past podcasts where I've talked about other saboteurs and a reminder of your invitation from me to get your free consultation on your saboteurs and join me in my free masterclass. All of that will be in the show notes. Thank you so much. Have a blessed week. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.